0: That movie sucked. I kind of liked it.
1: Movie night crew network.
0: Harry and Ron followed Professor McGonagall back into the school and up the marble staircase, but they weren't taken to anyone's office this time. This will be a bit of a shock, said Professor McGonagall in a surprisingly gentle voice as they approached the hospital wing. There has been another attack. Another double attack. Harry's insides did a horrible somersault. Professor McGonagall pushed the door open, and he and Ron entered. Madame Pomfrey was bending over a six-year girl with long, curly hair. Harry recognized her as the Ravenclaw they'd accidentally asked for directions to the Slytherin common room. And on the bed beside her was, Hermione, Ron groaned. Hermione lay utterly still, her eyes open and glassy. What's up, potheads? Welcome to the Restricted section, in which a bunch of nerds with potty mouths reread the Harry Potter series for the umpteenth time and discuss how the story and its themes have stayed with a generation into adulthood. Thank you for listening. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we are talking about today. Chapter 14. Cornelius Fudge At the beginning of this chapter, Ron, Harry, and Hermione make the decision that if any more attacks happen on students in the school, they will go confront Hagrid about what they learned about his past from Tom Riddle's diary. Then we kind of go into a distracting section about choosing classes for third year. Harry's getting ready for the Gryffindor match against Ravenclaw. One night after practice, Harry goes to the dormitory and realizes all of his possessions have been totally ransacked and Tom Riddle's diary is missing. After breakfast, the morning of the Quidditch match, Harry hears that creepy murdery voice in the walls, um, but it's like too loud with other students and it kind of disappears. But Hermione seems to have a bit of an epiphany and she runs off, of course, to the library. Harry makes his way down to the Quidditch pitch, but McGonagall comes out and immediately cancels the game before it even has the chance to start. She says, Ron, Harry, you need to come with me. She takes him up to the hospital wing, where we learn that Hermione has been petrified, along with Percy's girlfriend, Penelope Clearwater. McGonagall, and we assume all of the other heads of houses, lay down some new school rules about how students aren't allowed to go anywhere on their own, not even the bathroom, yada, yada, yada. And Ron and Harry decide that it's finally time to go talk to Hagrid about what they learned from Tom Riddle's diary. They put on the invisibility cloak one night. They sneak down to visit him. Hagrid is not fucking okay. But before they have the chance to really talk about it, the door knocks. So Harry and Ron hide under the invisibility cloak. Dumbledore and Fudge come in. Cornelius Fudge, the minister of magic, and he basically says that he has to take Hagrid away because he knows Hagrid was the one who got in trouble for opening the Chamber of Secrets last time. So Fudge needs to appear as though he's doing something about these attacks, not closing the school to prevent loss of student life, but arresting someone that I think he truly believes to be innocent. So they're gonna take Hagrid to Azkaban. That's great. Also, Lucius Malfoy shows up and and lets everyone know that the school governors have voted. Dumbledore out of office. I don't know the right way to say that, but they're like, Dumbledore, you aren't doing anything. You need to stop being the headmaster. Which is a bad idea because, as Cornelius Fudge says, if Dumbledore can't stop them, them being the heir of Slytherin and the monster, I mean to say, who can? And like, true, well, Harry fucking Potter, that's who. So they leave. Fudge and Lucius Malfoy take away Hagrid, and Dumbledore and Ron and Harry are just left with this information. They're left with Hagrid's early enigmatic guidance to follow the spiders if you want to learn some stuff. So, of course, the next chapter is called Aragog. But this isn't the next chapter. This is this chapter, chapter 14, Cornelius Fudge. Okay, come along. Welcome to the Restricted Section. I'm your host, Christina it's wednesday that's my intro for the week i didn't come up with anything <laughs> creative but it's definitely wednesday it, I it is that I That wasn't clever at all no you're right <laughs> i dyed my hair orange okay it's spooky season <laughs> i Looks am A weasley thank you so much <laughs> um i'm still growing to love it the carpet does not match the drapes i'll be very clear about that <laughs> up front <laughs> Today we're talking about chapter 14 of the Chamber of Secrets, Cornelius Fudge. One of the most obnoxious characters in this entire series. But first, a very special thank you to all of our patrons who support us on Patreon. We love you. Like really, we love you. Call us sometime, okay? because of you this podcast exists that's cool that's really nice of you also because of you we do some really fun bonus episodes so those are for patrons only and if you want to hear our voice even more than you do now you just gotta hop over to patreon our bonus episodes are like non-chapter episodes we've done a behind the bastards about gilderoy lockhart we have done fucking mad libs wait ad-libs i'm so sorry they're they're not
1: brand name (laughs) by no means they're decidedly not brand
0: names it's right on the cover these are unauthorized (laughs) (laughs) basically just get on over to our patreon we're gonna have some merch soon which is fun i'm working on that master whoa everyone said everything at once (laughs) i can tell we're all really excited (laughs) hey Haley. hello how are you doing today I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm
1: all right. Wednesdays are hard. Why do we record on Wednesdays? Everyone's always destroyed. I don't know. It's like some asshole started this project and decided like, well, Wednesday is the night that I'm free. So everyone should just hang out on Wednesday. (laughs) Um, Do you want to know why? It's because
0: before COVID, I used to do Zumba on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, my God.
1: And now I don't. Oh, (laughs) Oh. buddy. Oh.
0: (laughs) I miss Zumba. not nearly as fun to dance alone in your own living room. Wooing by yourself. And the cats are like, what's happening? Are you dying? (laughs) (laughs) Wooing by yourself. That's the best part of that. Hey, Mary Clay. I mean, oh. Oh, God. (gasps) Wow. It happens a lot. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. It happens a lot. (laughs) Wow, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right,
0: just pretend you love me, Wait, Mary Payton, You gotta pretend you love me.
1: At first, she's gotta pretend that you love her enough to remember her fucking name. Uh. I'm a professional.
2: I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Okay,
0: <clears throat> how, how how are you? Do- how are you doing today? Oh, who are you talking to,
2: Mary Payton. Oh, okay. Just make sure. I'm doing great. I talked to my mom on the way home from work today and she asked, What was new in my life? And I said nothing.
0: Yeah, for so, sure. That's like a really dick question to ask people these days.
2: That's about where <laughs> I am. Just work and not work. That's, that's all I got. I'm um, taking up
1: decoupage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's going really well. I haven't seen the sun in two
1: weeks. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Mary, sometimes your podcast, okay? You can be work, not work, and podcast. That's in between okay all right okay it's like fun work it's like if
2: you loved your job <laughs> it's like the extra homework that you choose to do
0: <laughs> no it's fun it's harry Potter. oh <laughs> man we're starting this i feel like we're gonna be really antagonistic it's just like that's the no, 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 created all- for no. us. no we can fight if you want to i've never
1: fought okay. a Slytherin before but i'm ready I'm ready too. I'm always ready. <laughs> you have never sounded like more of a hula but <laughs> I'm, ready. Too, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm <laughs>
0: ready. You know, I can so, fight you. Yeah, friend. We can fight if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm okay. down. All right, get it together. Get it together because our very special guest this week is Leela Hilton. Hello.
3: Hello. Good evening, America. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um super crazy busy stressful week, but I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, but next week it'll be better, right? Isn't that what we're supposed to say every week? Oh, yeah. Next week will be a better one.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> You really sold that. Thank you. Thank you. As so I stated school. before, yeah, I'm a professionally trained high school actress. So
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if you could please tell us a little bit about your Harry Potter history. How did you get started? What is your relationship with Harry Potter? Is it official?
3: Hello. Um, I don't know why I said hello again. <laughs> so um, I was a huge reader when I was a kid. Um, I would just read, read, read. Um, not so much now, but getting back to it. And Harry Potter was super popular. And I got very, very into it and reread all the books um, many, many times. And just quickly became obsessed, as I'm sure we all did. Yeah. And uh, very quickly found out that I am 100% through and through Hufflepuff with no sprinkling of anything else involved. I'm all yeah. Hufflepuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah.
3: And it's fine. You know, it's awesome. Um, stoner house Yes, yeah, st- fucking stoner house so. stoner
0: house you want some weed you want some muffins we got them some we'll oh, listen without buttons. judgment yeah you to- need a shoulder
3: to cry on come on yeah here. yeah I've just I was embarrassed at first but you know now I'm extremely not embarrassed and <laughs> proud of it <laughs> so i was
0: a little embarrassed too and i think it's because of kind of like slytherins the way that hufflepuffs are depicted in these books are like idiots and then like ernie (laughs) McMillan, whom yeah i hate that guy and we'll get to him later in this chapter (laughs) okay yes um
3: i mean they just don't really i feel like they don't feature a lot of like uh main character like Cedric, root for you, type Hufflepuffs at all in the books. So Cedric's
0: the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, he can carry. He can carry the weight of the entire Hufflepuff house on his shoulders. Like he. Yeah. But only.
3: But only for one book. I was going to say. Well, he
1: really he couldn't. Not anymore. He made it. He made it. say like nine tenths of the way through, but like nine tenths isn't like you want more representation than that. It's true. Yeah. This, these books need
3: more to have more diversity in houses. More
0: house
1: diversity.
3: <laughs> more house diversity.
0: Okay. Just a little nugget for our listeners. There's a little bit of a romantic connection going on here because we have previously had the privilege of having Leela's husband, Jason, on the podcast. So you may remember him from chapter one of Chamber of Secrets. I'm so sorry, Jason. We'll have you on for a better chapter next time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, this is a really good chapter. He was yes. a little jealous, so but I was like, suck it.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is chapter 14, Cornelius Fudge. Um, I guess we know who we're going to be meeting
2: in this chapter, but like mm-hmm. not really, though. We see I, him. Really, when I saw the chapter title, I was like, damn it. Just, <laughs> yeah, he like what do you think of this it Like not even, it doesn't. It doesn't bring me dread to see his name. It's just like a extreme annoyance. Yeah. Different level than Lockhart. Obviously, very different level or type of annoyance. But just like, really, we got to meet him during this one? All right. All right.
1: Yeah, it's like getting the email for like your high school reunion and like seeing a reply from someone that you kind of forgot existed, but then like suddenly being hit with all of the memories of how annoying they are. Like you never had beef with them; you just hated them for existing. Oh
0: my god! I I went to my ten year high school reunion in November. I was really social in high school. You may be able to tell from how social I am now. And I had a lot of conversation with people that I was like trying to remember. You know what I mean? A lot of like weird run-ins with girls being really nice to me where I was like I'm pretty sure you were a huge cunt to me in high school but like fine if this is what we're doing now (laughs) and I started talking to this guy and we are like chatting and I was like where do I know him from like why are you so familiar why do I know your name like what role did you play in my life and like halfway through the conversation when I was like Right when I was like, wow, this conversation is getting pretty long and annoying. I was like, oh, my God. He was the long, annoying conversation person in high school. I know this guy. He's the guy who traps you in conversations and doesn't leave. He has no social cues. Bail, bail, bail. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He told me that he runs an optometrist practice and that I should drive two hours to his practice because I wear glasses.
3: Like he, he runs it like he's the office manager? No, no, no. He's the optometrist. Oh, that's more impressive. Okay.
0: But I'm not going to drive two hours. Like, anyone can give me glasses.
2: Yeah, they, like, do it at... <laughs> I think they do it at Walmart. I mean, you already have some, so obviously you know where to yeah, go like, for those. I'm, I'm just good.
1: Like, I'm good, dude. Thanks, though. Good seeing you.
2: My, um... Oh, I was telling my mom... I sound like I talk to her all the time. <laughs> I do. Um, I was there. talking to her on the way home, like I said. And, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait.
0: I love your mom. I want to make that clear.
2: Yeah. For people who didn't hear her on a previous podcast, she read started reading the books like two years ago and she's reread them already like six times she loves yes them. crazy um, and amazing yeah so it's really fun to talk to her about him now because she's all it, just as into it as i am but i told her the chapter title and she was like oh okay so is this when Cornel- cornelius fudge is like is he still good or is he like a bad guy yet and i was like i couldn't even answer that because yeah he's like always a, kind of a bad like bad in the apathetic spineless doesn't really do any good kind of way so like are there any like
0: parallels to our like contemporary political climate like who Mm. is Cornelius Fudge like in this presidential race or something
1: Uh, I don't know about the presidential race but like my first thought is Lindsey fucking Graham oof like, sometime, oh. sometimes he does things or says things that, like, aren't 100% terrible by, like, GOP standards at least, but, like, as soon as there's any kind of pressure from the rest of the party, he just folds like a house of cards.
2: When I was explaining him to my stepdaughter last night, I was like, yeah, he's the one that, like, when Voldemort comes back, he pretends like it's not happening, he really downplays all the danger to the wizarding world, and then you know, they find out that Voldemort's actually back and then they kick him out. I was like, hmm, sounds like someone right now downplaying <laughs> another global danger. I don't know who that could be. Interesting. Mm. So mm. interesting. And then getting voted out.
0: Yay. Oh, my God. We need a Rufus scream shower right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, not to be too political, but like, I think Biden would fit that kind of well, like. Uh, kind yeah. of scrim at least
0: the way that they portray him in the films is a little more
1: yeah rugged i mean he, than is, a biden. he is also though played by uh bill nighy, nighy which My like favorite. i feel yeah. like bill nighy and joe biden have very similar yeah. energies yeah. you well, know just what
0: like, i think you're right um bill nighy's character in like hitchhiker's guide to the
2: galaxy was like a yeah. total
1: tired biden vibe. so
2: good yes i love it <laughs> Well, plus, like, I feel like just the way that they feel about Scrimshawer is kind of the way a lot of people f- feel about Biden. Like, uh, like why don't like me, like another like, old okay. white dude, but yeah. it's so yeah. much better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah,
0: I mean, they they run fudge out of office basically Mm -hmm. he's
1: like oh i resigned like this is a nightmare (laughs) they they run him out of office and then they make him go to the muggle prime minister to tell him hey i fucked up and got fired they're like no this is your last job this is your last (laughs) night on the job cornelius and this is what you're doing get in that fucking fireplace
0: (laughs) i think i think that's my favorite opening to any of the harry potter books um so good that's book six right it starts yes. with the Muggle Prime Minister.
2: Like, I, I love the way that book starts. And I heard a long time ago, so I didn't verify it, but I, d- I did hear that that's actually the first chapter that she wrote. Or oh, at least the concept okay. for that chapter was the first one that she wrote or came up with. I really um, wish I had verified it at the time, so I
0: knew I, I can verify right it. now if you just give me a second.
1: We have um. the technology.
0: Yeah, Dante <laughs> just walked in here, so he needs a moment to settle down anyway. Sounds i can't hear tell. you but i'll talk she says i can't do that <laughs> uh
3: for a friend um just text me and it's definitely not me who doesn't know um but for that friend what is a scrim shower oh <laughs>
1: um Bru- rufus <laughs> scrim shower is, is scrimgour been- <laughs> so I-, I always it's said scrimgour
0: a- s-c-r-i-m-g-e-o-u-r got it it's I think in, in the movies he's like Mm, Scrimshaw nah, because you know how fucking Bill Nye talks, right? Yeah, because well, yeah, so so I much. know
3: I can. That's his character's name. Okay, we're on the same page. I thought you were talking about like a sexual act, and I was like, sk- I have to act like I know what a scrim shower is. <laughs> scrim shower.
2: I now I really want to go back and listen to that part where you're talking about him and see and think about it sexually. <laughs>
1: just a just a weird wizard sex thing. I know, and I was like, well, everyone
3: clearly knows, so like, no, maybe, like, yeah. I,
1: no, Thursday night's the <laughs> leaky cauldron. It's scrim hour night. Like you know?
3: <laughs> 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 Oh,
2: it sounds wow. messy. I looked body. it up.
3: <laughs> I did see one result when I was secretly Googling just now about um Ash taking a shower with used baby wipes. So that's one. Oh okay. Yeah, oh, it's called a All horse right. bath. shower. A horse bath. bath?
2: Ew. Why are a they horse <laughs> bath?
0: So <laughs> what we call it when we go camping. You use baby wipes.
3: Me. Oh, but I'm but this, this is specifically as dirty used baby wipes. I'm picturing fecal matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a doo-doo. Anyway. Um I could not corroborate well your okay. statement. So cannot confirm or deny, but that would be really cool because it's like such an unusual chapter for the tone of the book.
2: Yeah, it's very um, in media race. Oh right? yes. Yes, yes,
0: good
1: literary term. English major. English major. I need
0: like sound clips. I'm trying to get my brother Ryan yeah. to make us a variety of sound clips. So nobody likes Fudge. He's kind of nice in The Prisoner of Azkaban, but that's mostly because I think he's worried that Harry's going to die. You know what I mean? With the whole Aunt Marge thing, you're like, oh, nice. He's being kind of cool right now. Yep. <laughs> definitely a lot of gaslighting going on in book five definitely the alignment with dolores umbrage is like all you need like yeah that woman
2: should go down he just i don't mean to go back to it but when you were asking about if he reminds us of someone in the political landscape today i was actually gonna say he just reminds me of like all those voters who are just kind of stepping back out of it like the apathetic people who pretend to be good but then hmm Or, like, post stuff on Facebook, but then, like, never really do anything and don't actually vote. Yeah. Yeah.
3: She does a good job writing just, like, a very believable politician, Mm -hmm. I would say. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. All right, well, let's fucking talk about Cornelius Fudge and all the stuff that leads up to his appearance. So, as a reminder, our last episode ended with Harry Potter coming out of the diary and being, like, Ron Hagrid fucking he's the one who unleashed the monster from the chamber of secrets last time he's like i basically need no further evidence than this haunted diary for sure our <laughs> friend is a bad guy and he's agonized by this right he wishes he didn't know um he tells he tells her on hermione and they're like they're like for sure he didn't do this on purpose because he's kind of an idiot but he loves magical creatures and he lo- probably loved this one too and like that's not that's not surprising to anyone Yep, it's funny because Hermione gets it right right away. Hermione says, "This might not even be the same monster." And Ron's like, "How many fucking monsters do you think there are in this castle, you idiot?" <laughs> Jokes on him. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there
1: are <laughs> kind, like at, at least I mean, it's a legit... Too. Uh, like, yeah, it's a legit least. question at this time, given, like, what they know so far. But, like, also, it's a school. It's a wizard school, man. Like, there can be more than one monster. And he should know that. I don't know.
0: He's He's been I mean, in this world. It,
1: no, like, fair enough. Because last year, like, there was a dragon and a three-headed dog, both of which are mentioned on the first page. So, like, I mean, last year there were two monsters at the school. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, hmm. For he's
3: sure. A, he's, he's, he's simple, you know. He just Ron he or Hagrid? <laughs> oh, I say Ron more than Hagrid. One one more than Hagrid. Oh,
1: one one. <laughs> well, like Ron can at this point still be forgiven for thinking like, ma- well, maybe last year was a fluke, and maybe this year is just maybe it's two flukes in a row. I don't know, but there can't possibly be two monsters again, right? Place on you, Ron. There is. <laughs> and there always will be. There always <laughs> will be
0: many like, things in a row when you're estimating monsters in Hogwarts Roundup. Always Roundup. Always <laughs> Roundup. <laughs> you seen the um the the bad lip reading of the
3: the Harry Potter movies? What is it? it's like? Oh no, the um mystery science the riff tracks of the movie. They just like riff on the movie. And they go probably die at your school probably die at school like that's like <laughs>
0: <laughs> accurate this chapter carries deep you're gonna die in school vibes <laughs> yeah, like, so strong like <laughs> why okay well we'll get there we'll get there why yeah. we'll get there um okay so then they're like should we ask Hagrid and then they're like let's wait and see if there's another attack first <laughs> and they then, really don't uh, want to do it yeah well it's awkward it's for it sure is. awkward but like they also seem to like have no doubt no doubt no doubt no doubt how did they say that back quickly in brooklyn Nine? <laughs> you, no, no, you, know, you gotta be, be a little bit nervous he always cool, says cool,
3: it when he's a cool, little cool, bit yeah yeah
2: i think it's the nerves that make you be like yeah 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 does it so well um i think it's funny i was trying to find this line and i can't um but the way Harry says that, it says a uh, Harry wished that he had never figured out how to work the diary. But like yeah. that diary worked Harry, he didn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to work anything. He's being hmm. deeply manipulated at this time for sure. Yeah, baby. So they're like, let's not ask Hagrid unless there's another attack. And like, cool, that works. There's no attack for four fucking months. And during that time, we get a little montage during that time, Ernie fucking McMillan, whose middle name will never not be fucking, (laughs) says one (laughs) single polite thing to Harry.
1: (laughs) You ask him to pass
0: a bucket of working code stools. (laughs) yep. Yep. And then also we learned that the mandrakes have thrown a raucous party, which is a good indicator at their maturity. And soon they'll be trying to move into each other's pots. And that's how we'll know that they're mature enough to become dinner. they're fucking. Yeah.
1: They'll <laughs> be fucking.
0: I had a note there where I said...
3: Um, I was just rereading it and it said like the what does it say? This made Professor Sprout very happy and I was like, ooh, a party, like they're dancing that makes her so happy. And then it's like the moment they start trying to move into each other's spots, we'll know they're fully mature. <laughs> then we'll be able <laughs> And then I'm just She's like, hungry. oh no. She, she wants
0: to, to dice them up. What she um, meant. You meant fucking Haley-, Haley said on Twitter today that they're probably the consistency of zucchinis inside.
1: Uh, (laughs) that's kind of what i picture i said potato and i feel like a zucchini is like a grosser version of a potato no i think they're starchy like i definitely but like the thing i I just like i picture them having seeds at the center like i picture her Mm. like vivisecting one and then scooping seeds out
2: uh, vivisect is a great word right it's a great word i don't like it I don't like it.
0: (laughs) No, I don't like it either. And I definitely like as much of a plant mom as I am, IRL, I don't think I have it in me to dismember a mandrake. (laughs) I can barely find it in me to throw away a plant that is obviously dead.
1: No, I think Sprout has, like, the same attitude towards Mandrakes like, chicken farmers have toward chickens, where, mm-hmm. like, Mandrake murder day is just processing day to her. Like, she's just got, like, special <laughs> cleavers for it, and she plays, like, Sweeney Todd in, like, <laughs> in her earbuds.
2: Oh my god, that's alarming. I wonder if it gets anything on her, you know, like... Ew. like, green in slaughterhouses, they get, like, blood all over <laughs> her aprons. It's green. The slime
0: is green because of the zucchini consistency. <laughs> so gross.
2: All right, all right. Let we <laughs> we have to move up for the mandrake thing. Wait, one uh, more thing. Okay. Do you think that's how they make baby mandrakes? That's what I thought. That it. That's what I thought. Is by them being by another, fucking. Yeah, yeah, like
3: they're fucking and then make pushing out. <laughs> No, they're not mammal. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's magic. I don't know. May are they ma- are they mammal mammal plants? Do okay. we know? Like,
0: do you guys have any of you guys had an had an aloe that had a baby? No it's the cutest thing because your big aloe is just chilling and all of a sudden there's just like a little baby aloe next to it and
1: you're like, what? Where did you grow it? Maybe it's like a spider plant like they just like they oh. grow like a shoot off their head and then the shoot starts <laughs> growing into another but like it no. looks like from the movie like I know this is a movie thing but like it looks like they're a root vegetable, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it does. I and they're described that way in the book too so like I think it's sort of like with seed potatoes where like you wait for them to start getting like weird little sprouts and then you cut them in half and then like bury one half of the of the mandrake in like a thing and then like more little mandrake sprouts will grow out of it
0: interesting Mm. i don't like it yeah nor i (laughs) um (laughs) as a reminder mandrakes are an actual thing so we can look this up we have the technology maybe i'll add an aside later maybe you'll live in mystery forever who knows
1: Wikipedia. Mandrake's 100%. Fuck, they're the only <laughs> mammalian plant.
2: <laughs> we just all need to get on Wikipedia and, and add this. You know what that means.
3: Mammalian plant. Mandrake titties.
1: <laughs> that is the next step, yes. Wizard porn has mandrake titties, yes. Uh, How many nipples? They're just, they're everywhere. Yeah. Like, and like so, a potato.
2: Like,
0: yes. Like a potato. <laughs> You grow a new Mandrake from another Mandrake's nipple eye. (laughs) Nipple eye.
1: That's what they're called, right? The
0: eyes of the potato? Yes, the eye
1: of the potato.
0: (laughs) You can (laughs) see potato's soul through its eyes. (laughs) Oh, Oh my god. Okay. Let's move on. This chapter is set up in like a series of short sections. It's like pretty disjointed, actually, if you ask me. Um... So, like next, we're worried about what classes we're going to take in third year. Um, they have yeah. to like pick their electives, basically. They're allowed to add classes, they're not replacing any classes. So, it's basically like, you thought this year was hard. Well, it's going to be harder next year, especially for you, Hermione. Spoiler alerts. Hermione takes <laughs> way too many classes next year. <laughs> everyone is having a really hard time choosing. Neville's whole family sends him recommendations, <laughs> like everyone. or Neville. I want to know more about his family. Like, he seems,
2: like, neglected and yet, like, smothered at the same time somehow. I'd never really thought about this before, but this made me think that because his parents obviously can't take care of him and his grandmother does, that I guess there's a bigger part of his family that are probably constantly trying to take care of him. Yeah. Like, too much.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: so many uncles remember that uncle that like dangled him out a window to see if yes. he had magic fuck
1: that uncle <laughs> we all have that one uncle right The dangle you, out you window. the pool. it's the same
3: one who's like that's how you learn how to swim <laughs> and like drowns you you know that's
0: exactly
2: yeah, that's about one. right yeah Ugh.
0: my I'm weird um, my weird uncle told me and my cousin to hit him up when we stop hating men oh dang no. that's always fun i was gonna really dramatically not invite <laughs> My wedding, but then I didn't have a big wedding, so now he'll never know that I hate him. Ugh. Damn it! Moving on. So then there's Dean Thomas, who's a muggle-born, and he chooses
1: his classes for next year by closing his eyes and <laughs> pointing. I have nothing but respect for Dean Thomas. <laughs> Me too.
0: Is it because he grows up to be hot? Because that's not fair.
1: That's it's only part of it. incidental, but also true.
0: <laughs> he grows yeah. up to be so hot. Oh no, he what?
1: grew up to be a full force babe and yeah. i'm here for it but i think also, probably the
0: hottest yeah no i, I, I think he was, he's hotter than neville i mean
1: no um, like here's Matt, the thing about neville here's the thing about neville is that like he had a transformation like he started off like weird and awkward and then became <laughs> hot like the kid who played dean thomas i don't know any of their names was adorable the whole way through
0: yeah yeah
1: so like he's just consistently been like the most beautiful child who became the most beautiful man.
0: He became like a god. He's like so tall and ripped. Like I just um,
2: <laughs> is I he the it. is he also the character that like in the seventh book does the radio? Um, yes.
1: No, that's uh, um, that's Lee. I think that's the I enjoy. thought it but was he- both.
2: Oh, no, he meets
0: Dean at the same time as they're just disc- Dean's the one who tells him about the radio. Is that what I'm? Yes, he he's runs into I- Dean in the woods. Dean's because in Dean's- hiding. Yeah, Dean's okay. in hiding. Yeah. OK, OK, OK. Sorry. sorry. Sorry, we're giving Dean too much credit. He's great, but not that mm. great. <laughs> I was always super into movie
3: Oliver Wood, you know, <gasps> Oh,
2: for sure. Oh, yeah. Scottish accent. Yes. Oh, yeah. Scottish.
3: Yeah. I'm like, like, like oh, you got, got something God. on your face. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, nothing. Just cleaning my seat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i was it's funny because i was just about to say that watching the movies now i'm like oh no he's just so young looking
0: yeah <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a problem of course he's young that's like rewatching
3: the uh, jeremy sumter um peter yes. pan yes as, as a girl i was like oh i like my feel funny down under <laughs>
0: <laughs> why are there so many threads running through this podcast why is like jeremy something <laughs> yeah. peter pan why does he like never stop coming up in this podcast? really that's funny we no. as a society don't talk times. about that
1: movie enough
0: so i Andy agree yeah. daddy malfoy <laughs> daddy malfoy. yes <laughs> who posted something really tender on instagram in the last couple of days about being sober for 10 years. And I was like,
1: good Aww. for you,
0: Jason Isaac. Huh? Good, good for you. You love him. Yeah, I love him a lot. Um. Okay, <laughs> great. And then, okay, so then there's Harry. Harry's like, I need a mentor right now. And Percy's like, boy, do I have some mentoring for you? And Harry's like, not like that. That's not what I want. Truly, <laughs> Harry, you're getting it. You're getting mentored. Would you rather be mentored by Percy or Lockhart? I would rather be mentored by a de mentor. Okay, but those that's not an option.
1: <laughs> I, no, of the two, I would prefer a de mentor. De-me- the mentors. <laughs> you know, the mentors. Yeah. <laughs> they unmentor you. De mentoring. Oh, um, I got okay, no, it.
0: But you have to pick Percy or Lockhart. Pick one. Everyone, pick one.
2: <sighs> i pick Percy because I feel like he's easier to avoid. <laughs> he's too busy making out Penelope Clearwater. Yeah. Yes, right. I pick Percy
3: because he's too easy to, because he would be easy to manipulate out of mm. having to do it.
0: Oh, true. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I pick like, Percy, Lockhart? I really have to
1: study. I'm no, really no, I, no, I yeah. pick Lockhart. I pick Lockhart just because he's so obnoxious and not even well-meaning that I would feel <laughs> absolutely no guilt in being a huge cunt to him.
0: I have a similar response. I would pick Lockhart because I'm probably gonna know Percy for the rest of my life because he's my best friend's big brother. So I have to have a good relationship with him. But like, I can be kind of shitty to Lockhart. Also, Lockhart doesn't know when you're being shitty at all. True. Yeah. <laughs> he's the kind of guy <laughs> yeah. you can be like, "Hey, dude, this conversation is kind of boring," and he's like, "Interesting, new topic." Okay, like, like, and it's like, "No, dude, it's you." Like, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's <It's> like <laughs> interesting. Continued. Same
3: topic. Yeah. Ugh. That's an interesting point of view. Let me tell you more about this. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: This is just like the time I won uh, Which Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award for the oh, sixth in a row.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so in the end,
0: Harry picks all the same subjects as Ron, which is a bad strategy. That's a bad strategy, right there. How did Ron pick? We didn't get to know. <laughs> yeah, we're going
3: I off mean, of Ron's
0: opinion. What course you mentor
1: him? We know what Ron ultimately picked, and it was divination and care of magical creatures. So he probably like,
0: thought they would be the easiest. Those yeah. sound like they would be the easiest. Yeah, know. they do. I'm really excited because we have a proper witch coming on for our divination chapter of the Prisoner of Azkaban, wow. and she has like a witchy podcast. So I'm so excited. That's Ooh. awesome.
2: Yes, yeah. get ready for
0: that. Um, Is it me? It's not you, (laughs) Ms. Halloween birthday. Ooh. So then, passing of time montage, oh, there's a Quidditch match coming, so he's practicing every night. And then one night, Harry goes to put his broomstick away after Quidditch practice, and da-na-na, his room has been ransacked.
2: You can always tell when something bad is about to happen, because... If they do a, a Quidditch, like, a, a shorter Quidditch scene where, like, it's not a full game, there's not a, r- a real solid reason for the Quidditch scene, mm, it's an and it goes well, then something bad is immediately about to happen.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's a total distraction.
2: Mm-hmm. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs>
1: We're wise to <toward> her tricks. <laughs>
0: this room funny. has been ransacked well but only his stuff and like it's really mm. intense the books have been ripped apart that that affected me reading that i was like he, they were ripped like we like, we know this was Ginny trying to find the diary yeah. and like this could have been this tell, book could harry potter she held up harry potter <laughs> couldn't you tell from the cover that it's like not the book you're looking for why do you have to rip out
2: pages i know just I mean, out was, of anger I, I
1: mean they're mostly lockhart books it's not a huge loss that's a great point <laughs> And there's a lot of these books floating around
0: right now. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So, Dean, Ron, Seamus, they come in and they're like, What? Oh my God, this is crazy. Good thing it's only your stuff. Honestly, like, this is like the first of, I think, kind of, I think there's a lot more things that happen, like, in this dormitory that these, like, other boys bear witness to. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like some crazy shit happens in here. There's a lot of drama with Scabbers in the next book. Um, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how Seamus. It, it, like, so easily, like, gets really mad at Harry in the last book um, or in the sixth, the fifth book. It's the fifth, fifth. book. It's the fifth. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I guess they do put up with a lot of stuff. And, like, this is kind of the beginning of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really do. Yeah. They, they're they very uh, tolerant yeah. for a very long time. I want to pay attention to like Seamus's inconveniences throughout this series because (laughs) (laughs) it's always bothered me the way that he like so readily turned his back on Harry. But like, Maybe there's another side to this story, you know?
1: Yeah, just like start a I, counter of like Seamus inconvenience counter. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I feel like we need so many counters at this point. We
1: just your
2: Christina, your closet
1: should just be full
2: of like keeping points. <laughs> <It's>
0: like <laughs> what telly telly marks on the yeah, wall? Like, what is that from? Is, or is it from like a lot of things? Just marks I'm just picturing marks
2: on the wall. That's from a lot of shit, man. But, like everyone. I'm just picturing Charlie from uh, uh it's always sunny
0: <laughs> with Again, the like pins that- and the maps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, first of all, we need to take all my clothes out of here. I need more wall space. (laughs) Um, So the room's been ransacked. (laughs) The room's been ransacked. Harry cleans up his stuff. I guess the boys don't help. I don't know. They're 12. They don't know what to do. The only thing missing, Harry realizes, is Tom Riddle's diary. And,
1: like, why? (laughs) What? Who took it? That's crazy. I mean, like, Mm. my main question, because we know it was Ginny. My main question is, like, why now? It's been months.
0: Yeah, I don't know if maybe she, like, saw it, if he's been carrying it around.
1: She did see it. She saw it when in the, he, in like... In the, the Valentine's Day debacle. Yeah, and it's been months since then, so, like... Mm, maybe
0: why now? That. Honestly, it's, like, the inner struggle. Like, she's been, like, talking herself, like, into it and out of it, and she's been, like, worrying, and she's been, like, I don't need it anymore, and then she's
2: been, like, I need it right now. Like a drug. Do you guys remember if, in the end, when she's, like, explaining it, or he's... Ex- God it's been so long actually since i've read the end of this book that it's kind of a surprise to me but cool um, if she sorry Found someone it out. Just knocked on my door
0: i heard that yeah. your front door is it really yeah i thought it was someone's jason heartbeat. lock himself that's i'm coming to tell you that you're out of internet dude <laughs> the,
3: the internet, internet police it is the <laughs> internet police
2: you're using it pest it's due <laughs> <laughs> um, we're here for our money! <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like she or Voldemort at some point explain this whole sequence of events, and I don't remember why she came scavenging for it at this point. I don't either.
1: Like, the best I could really come up with is, like, it's just been an anxiety weight on her mind all of this time but like she could never think of like a good time to go up there but lately harry's been going to practice like every single night and she's like all oh. right i do know he's been out of the room i've we've established a pattern of behavior it should 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 be safe to go up there <laughs> and find it
2: wow that i mean that you nailed it yeah so is she just stealing it back at this point because she doesn't want him to get Okay, I think it's J Jay- I think Jason is stuck outside because someone's still knocking, so I'm gonna Okay, mute- go get him. Oh, go ahead. get him. Keep that thought. That was about to be a good question. Wow, this is an extra chaotic
0: episode. <laughs> <laughs> and when I said that I looked up, Lila, and you're just like pouting at the camera like oh I really I can't wonder who that could be. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I'm my such zoom, a camera whore. No, my I Zoom am. window is my pool of narcissus. like, the entire time <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, hello, beautiful.
3: <laughs> I can't, I just can't, like, it's a problem, it's a constant problem with me. Like, I probably should have turned
0: my camera off. I get it, it happens to me, too.
2: Uh, I walked down the hall, and Jason's just, like, in the living room, chilling, and he, I had texted him and said, you okay? And he, like, looked at me, and was like, yeah, I'm fine, why? And I was like, was there knocking? And he's your, like, "No, your house
0: is haunted, dude. I've told you this before.
2: It's you oh can't
0: in the woods. You can't live in the woods like that." <laughs> someone else knocking. <laughs> didn't I you? personally didn't have a knock on my end? I did. I don't have a knock on. I'm my I'm in the either. closet. There's no is, way someone can. Hey, knock it, it, on is, door right is is
3: someone's like headphones like bumping against them? Got maybe I, I was... know what it is. This
0: episode is
3: haunted. <gasps> Stop. It's Voldemort's no. spirit. <sighs> Don't say his name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> gonna get through this, guys. We're gonna oh get through. Oh my god, this. <laughs> we
3: might. Okay, <laughs> Mary Payne, are
2: you okay? Can we? Are you good? Tomorrow? Yeah. Are you? I would. I'm. Are you? Seems. Are spook- you having a hard time? I'm good right now, but all I'm thinking is like this would make a really good like contemporary horror movie where people are on a zoom oh my call, god and then like one by one they get taken away but they get a message about they have to stay in the zoom call or shut up. that's
0: way. so scary because like these headphones be noise canceling you know i have no <laughs> idea
3: what's going on
2: around. oh my
0: god don't
3: i uh, know i have to check behind me
0: auntie you got my back i'm
3: fine Dante, Dante does like half like, a For a like, second, mom. I was like, why
1: would you have to check behind you? You can see behind you on the camera. And then I was like, vampires don't show up on camera. <laughs> yeah.
3: Or like one of those horror movies where you turn, or oh my God, the worst. You know how like in horror movies, like you turn on, you look in the mirror, you turn on the camera and there's like a creepy shadow behind you and then no. you turn around and there's nothing there. What about if it was the reverse? You turn on your camera and there's something fucked up behind you and you're like, what the fuck? And there's no one there. I'm scared.
0: Guys, I get easily mm. spooked.
3: Dude, my... Oh,
1: it no! Fucking... It, it, no, I'm not going to tell the anecdote. We need to get back into the chapter. <gasps> okay, back <laughs> to oh, the... right.
0: Harry, Potter. back to the story. My yeah. anecdota don't want none.
1: <laughs> that was good. You? That was good.
0: Man, I just want all of our listeners to know that Zoom clips our laughter a lot. And what I mean... In layperson terms, that means that zoom can't handle a lot of noise so it, when you laugh it like cuts to silence because it like overloads basically and it's like so sad because <laughs> because we i have to cut out people's laughter a lot and sometimes jokes don't land like they should because you don't get to hear the rest of us laughing <laughs> dang it that does suck i know i need to start recording locally i swear to god podcasting is just a learning journey one day at a time you know <laughs> Um. Okay, wait, back it up. The only thing missing is Tom Myrtle's diary. And the only person who could have gotten it is a Gryffindor, like a fellow Gryffindor, because otherwise, how could they get through the portrait lady? Mm. Yeah, no one knows the password. There's no, po- there's no way. There's no way. There's
1: no possible way that anyone anywhere has shared the password with anyone else. in No, the school. they're no. loyal. These kids are loyal to their houses. That's that's Hufflepuffs. You're thinking of Hufflepuffs. Gryffindors <laughs> aren't loyal.
0: Yay. Hufflepuffs. Do you guys think that this book does a good job of like distracting you from Ginny? Like, um, like t- what am I trying to say? Like leading the trail away from Ginny.
1: It does for the target audience.
0: True. Because we were talking in the last episode about how, like, it kind of sets off some mom radar now. is like, wow, Jenny's fucked up. Someone should help her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's stressed yeah, no.
2: all the time. <laughs> I remember reading it and I had, I, Jenny was definitely not even in my idea of who it could be.
0: Yeah, I think that that bitch mentions her infrequently enough that it's almost like, yes. yeah, like I remember like Ron's little sisters at school this year. Thanks for reminding me. You know like, she mean?
1: she always seems to pop up like in moments that have nothing to do with her or like montage moments where it's like, yeah, yeah monta- like she's montaged a lot. Yeah, like we've mentioned Ernie McMillan here and we've mentioned Professor Sprout here mm-hmm. and we've mentioned Ginny here. Like it's never like it, it, attention isn't really drawn to her.
0: Yeah, like, um, I, yeah. I always remember when they're talking about when it's starting to get cold and it's, like, she'd been looking really, like, peaky, so Percy made her take some pepper up potion, and it's, like, yeah, that's part of just, like, the montage. Yeah. She's part of, like, the setting at this point, because she has had almost no dialogue, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, think, I, hate- like, I think, like, pretty much no dialogue.
3: Yeah. 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 I hate predictability more than anything else in art in general, like, in, in movies and in books it's like a weird thing, but I just like, if I can predict what's going to happen already, I just get really annoyed and then a little disinterested. And I will say, even as a kid, I was like that and reading this book at, when I got to the end, I was shook that, <laughs> that it was Jenny.
0: Yeah. Not, for sure. Maybe this is where I started my love of excellent twists. I was talking today mm-hmm. earlier today to some of my friends about like the greatest twists in literary history
2: to include fight club. And I'm pretty sure that's the only one we talked about. <laughs> yeah i think it helps too that Ginny she doesn't want to do these things so like a lot of times in a good mystery when they're doing these bad things especially trying to kill children in a school it's someone who intends to do them and, and they have like a motivation very, right so i think a lot of times in mysteries it's just kind of weird vibes that you get or like yeah. bad vibes that you get from someone and then they make you forget about it mm-hmm. and then they reveal that it was that person that you got weird vibes from at the beginning Dun-dun-dun. Well, it was a right, weird right. vibes guy. And from her, you definitely get awkward vibes, because you assume <laughs> so she, much of she has a big on. crush. right? But so many of them are awkward, right? So, yeah. it just, you don't even get the chance to get bad vibes from her at all. Yeah, she's, it's definitely
0: almost like a non-entity. hmm Alright, so, it's time for the Quidditch match. Da-da-da-da! Thank God, some normalcy in this world. Let's do a Quidditch. Um, Except that morning before the match starts, Harry hears the voice in the wall again. It's like saying some murdery shit. I don't know. I didn't write it down this time because it's just like, it's I'm like, going to murder I got you. it. I got it. I got
3: it. It's like,
1: kill this time.
0: Let me rip dick. That's actually important because like the basilisk knows that he's been fucking up (laughs) by not by not killing
2: people he's like i swear to god i'm gonna kill this time (laughs) yeah kill this time
1: definitely
2: definitely sounds like he's been disappointing his father you know he's like this time i definitely (laughs) will do it what the fuck this Um, maybe
3: this time you know anybody (laughs) Cabaret?
0: No? No. Okay, you got you got it. Just Keep you. <laughs> <laughs> got it. I do realize that I just gendered the basilisk, which I don't think it ever gets gendered in Harry Potter, and I'm sorry. Wow. The basilisk is a they for now.
1: I, I don't know. I think it's an it. I think the basilisk is consistently referred to as an it.
0: Yeah, but it they have like a spirit of
1: their own. <laughs> they have agency. I mean it's it's pretty <laughs> murdering. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and, and that's mainly what it's geared toward. Okay, there's a lot of murdery
0: characters out there that we've loved and referred to by their preferred pronouns. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Maybe for you, Christina.
0: I don't know.
1: (laughs)
2: Uh, All right.
0: Okay, so here's a question. Yes. Harry, like, so clearly hears this. It, like, startles him. Can't Ron and Hermione, like, also hear something? It's, like, like in his head, I thought. If someone was speaking... No, no, no. It's in parcel tongue. I if someone was speaking like Spanish right next to you, you could like hear them.
2: But that's not a language of just hissing, you know. Like Why I could they heard
0: the hissing.
2: I think if you heard a hissing from, I mean, if you heard a hissing in, in general from a big old castle, like from the walls, it would just seem like I don't know, castle like noises. Yeah. yeah, just like well, white I mean, it noise. It is the plumbing. <laughs> yeah, it is the plus, plumbing
1: plus we also don't know for a fact that like telepathy isn't involved with parcel tongue because like this kind of thing does happen again in book seven when harry meets like the creepy reanimated corpse of bathilda bagshot that's being possessed by Nagini.
0: Uh, and oh like God, we have so much trauma yet to come yeah and like <laughs>
1: hermione kind Poor of boy. like can't like, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on, because she all she hears is Harry speaking tongue. I don't know if it's ever mentioned, like, what she hears from Bethilda. But, like, it, there could be a telepathic element, is all I'm saying.
0: Okay, I'm having a movie memory. Yeah, same. And the movie memory is that Bethelda does not even talk in front of Hermione. She's just, like, this mute
1: old lady. She doesn't talk much in the book. I don't remember if she doesn't talk at all. All right, well, make a note of it. <laughs> make a fucking note of it. I will lose that note. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. So then in this moment, Harry's like, I hear a voice in the walls. And in this moment, Hermione's like, I need to go to the library.
2: I love this part, although it shooketh me to my core, because <laughs> um, this line, when Ron says, because that's what Hermione does, said Ron, shrugging, when in doubt, go to the library. I love that line so much. I have like t-shirts, like tote bags. Did that you line. buy me my tote bag that says that? I think that might have been my oh, classic mic. but it's one of my favorite t-shirts. I just love it because I love libraries. I love books and I love Hermione. It's like all my favorite things. And they always credit Hermione with that line.
0: Yeah, I, would, they, I made a note of the same thing because my tote bag mm-hmm. says, I'm pretty sure Hermione
2: Granger and I forgot to double check it. It, yeah, it's the same. I have the t-shirt of the tote bag you're talking about from out of print. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So print, it literally just plug. says the quote, when in doubt, go to the library. And it says Hermione Granger under it as though it's her quote. And, you know, like, just it makes sense that she would say something that way. So I've just always gone with it over time. Yeah. And it is mind-blowing and pretty awesome that it's Ron. And we keep talking about how they take away all Ron's good lines. Yeah.
3: And they really hermione. see yes. the thing is
2: if her might like hermione like is no longer like
0: in the first book she might have said like idiots when in doubt go to the library but i feel like she's like cool and normal now and mm. ron's making fun of her like that's it's like so beautiful
2: yeah it's not now that i think about it it doesn't sound like the way she would speak she's not that prescriptive anymore she's cool as hell in chamber of secrets dude she yeah. breaks so many rules
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's def- it's definitely funny Okay, wait, but question,
2: why does she go to the library? Because at this point, if I recall correctly, at this point, she's realizing when, she's putting together when Harry is hearing these voices. Okay. Like the fact that it could be through the pipes.
1: I think that she's figuring out like when and where he's heard the voices and how it's moved. So he's, she's figured out the pipes thing. And I think she's also figured out why only Harry can hear it. Mm.
0: Oh, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah she's realizing that it's a basilisk and she like needs to go she's like i've read about this before but i can't be sure if it was the chicken Mm. thing and the spiders thing and the petrification like she's like okay like i need to check my facts but i guess you're right she's like realizing like she's like i guess there are pipes like everywhere like i guess but we've talked before about how fucking big these pipes must be because we all saw that basilisk in that fucking movie dude like fucking huge it was like a it was like an eastern dragon that can't fly you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it's a big school those pipes do like what for what fucking reason would you need to transport that much water at once?
1: Unless you're pumping it actively. Dude, out of, like-, like if pythons can get through like muggle pipes, which they do frequently, then like I, I feel like this thing can get through some like medieval level pipes. Jesus Wait, God. what? yeah Yeah, pythons it's a florida thing it's just a florida thing don't worry people will you know like oh i can't take care of my python anymore i better release it into the wilds because that's where that goes a big fucking boo-boo don't do that yeah do not do that at all we do not advocate snake releasing it's like
0: aren't there supposed to be a bunch of pythons in the everglades really so they like
3: what do you advocate for it's for slicing it
1: I mean, I would advocate, like, getting, if you, if you have a python you can no longer care for, I would advocate finding someone who can care for your python. Take it Um, to your local. I have a story about (laughs) you. I have a story (laughs) about that. Or your favorite, um, metro, or your favorite metro station, because that happened to a coworker of mine once. Some girl just, like, walked up to him with, like, a, like a tote bag. Like, do you like snakes? He was like, kind of, do you not actively hate snakes? I do not actively hate snakes. Okay, cool. This is Opie. And she opens the bag and like, there was just a ball python in there. And wait, he just how has- big is a
0: ball python?
1: They're, they're just pythons. Like ball pythons like- are like the types of pythons that people have as pets. The Britney Spears I I was just about to say, is it like Britney Spears? Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Yes. So then he just had a snake for the next couple years. I think
0: that's how I would react. I'd be like, all right, well, if you like really hate it, you need someone slightly better than you.
2: Like, I guess. Okay. But I mean, obviously she did it right because he took care of it. I
1: mean, yeah. Uh, But my point is like pythons will sometimes get into the plumbing and like come out through people's toilets. And oh, my God. It's not completely impossible. That's all. Yeah.
2: Snakes, I I think, in like slinky. Slinky. You know, they can like slinky to like mm-hmm. thinner and longer. longer. Oh, they need to squeeze. I'm upset. It. Yeah, I hate it so much.
0: I like it in theory, but the thought of it, I just like. I need to. I need to know where things are. Like the thought of something creeping along my pipes is. Get on my pipes.
3: We all know everyone's fear is something biting their butt from yeah. within the toilet. Everyone's childhood. One of their childhood fears. It's awful. It
2: was it's like really the worst way to go. <laughs>
0: It was like things biting my butt out of the toilet and things biting my feet from under my bed. I yeah. used to like launch myself. Like I would turn the light off at the door, you know, like with the switch. And <laughs> yeah. I would like launch myself onto my bed to avoid. <laughs> me too. That's I that's
1: thought really doing I, that. I, you know I crazy still is- low key do that. <laughs> I
0: well, okay. Nowadays, it's usually it an actual live cat under my bed trying to murder me. But when, when I was a kid, I thought it was a pack of dogs who was going to like eat me. I used to be really afraid of dogs. I don't know if I ever confess that to you guys. A pack I don't of think dogs. You would have.
1: Yeah, I used to be terrified of dogs. Oh, and yeah. pack of dogs fit That's on. Like your, you're on here questioning the list for fitting through pipes, <laughs> and like you're talking about a pack of dog, a whole last pack of entire she dogs was. High of dogs. It's was a little. It's,
0: they were like very jack- biblical. They were like um African wild dogs. They were like jackals. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, those they are were... sizable animals. Haley, I'm not answering <laughs> your question. I'm answering Leela's question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Focus. Gather. Wait, Haley, what was it? Something in Miami
1: where it was like gather, hey, gather. What was that? Oh, that uh, was from I, a thing for sure. I don't know. I think right. I yelled "attend to me" at one point on Pottermore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Attend to me. Uh, so Hermione leaves because Harry's hearing voices. Hermione's like, "I gotta go to the library." And then the hall fills with people, with students like from the Great Hall. And then Harry can't hear anything anymore. So they're like, "All right, well, I guess we should go play Quidditch." Um. So Harry goes to get dressed for the Quidditch match, and he walks out onto the pitch, and, like, yada, 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 and he walks out to thunderous applause. That's so dramatic. Professor McGonagall comes out with a megaphone, so I guess she uh, doesn't know the sonorous spell that purple, Ludo Bagman
1: uses. An enormous purple megaphone. It's the school megaphone. What are you saying, Haley? <laughs> I mean... I'm just saying, it seems like a megaphone that uh, Dumbledore would buy. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. That tracks somehow. No, it matches the aesthetic. Doesn't it? Ma-
2: it matches he, the aesthetic. He just like brings it one uh, one September day when they're gathering <laughs> back at school. He's like, guys, I got this for the school year. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. And McGonagall's Teachers- like,
0: Alvis, you like, we have the sonorous spell that's worked in the past, and he's like, no, it's all
2: about the drama trust me when we have to cancel school because of yet another crazy time uh you'll you're gonna want this yeah you'll thank me you <laughs> know how we have to cancel
0: school every other year because students are dying
1: this will be a great <laughs> we enough. should really jazz up those <laughs> <laughs> announcements hey. no don't remind me of that moment oh no <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the music has traumatized me. I'm sorry. I just laid it up. It's so you. <laughs> traumatizing,
3: but like watching the scene as an adult, it's like actually really funny.
2: Because I Don't agree. Oh no, my god, I don't agree. Absolutely are- not. I You're don't agree at
0: all.
3: You are because sick. listen because <laughs> because it's like we all know, and then like they they're like whatever year that was was trying to be so like serious and like and un- unfunny and unironic and it's just like funny that everyone's cheering when like a child died i'm sorry
2: i can't think of a (laughs) better way it's so twisted though that's why i like that scene because it's like complex
3: (laughs) yeah it's twisted but i think it's like back to my whole like i feel like that's a predictable move so i think it's Mm. i don't know i don't know what what i don't understand my sense of humor i have a sense of humor like a horrible slytherin sometimes and yet it's I'm like very, a... So you're not a you.
1: completely unadulterated Hufflepuff. You've got a little Slytherin. I have
3: there. a little darkness in me, as my boss would say. We only Welcome, hire girl. people with
1: a little darkness in us.
0: Yo, but, there you go. I don't think I've ever known anyone else who could be considered a Hufflepuff Slytherin cusp.
3: I don't think that's... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I do care dark. a lot what people think. <laughs> a you're lot. You're resourceful. I care. A lot, but intensely I,
0: looking at herself in the Zoom camera as if a
3: mirror. Also, like people make me very angry, and sometimes um, I'm so mean. So I can just like I'll listen because I'll listen with my hufflepuffness and like get every bit of you. And then like if you really, 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 really doormat me for too long, I'll just like turn around on you and be like, oh well, you know. At least my mom didn't, you know, die or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh.
0: God. <laughs> hey everyone, place your vote on Twitter and tell me if you think Leela has some latent Slytherin in her. Again, all I want is for people to laugh. So,
3: like, how much of this is just me performing, being a Hufflepuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's giving you all the
0: evidence. You have it laid out before you. Oh my God. Cast your vote. <laughs> I'm having house anxiety. Guys. Have you ever taken the Pottermore test? Yeah. What? Oh, what did it happen? It said Hufflepuff. That's okay, okay. You said it so sad, okay?
3: No, no like, because like, you're, you. you're making me think like, that I have some spice in me, but. I really <gasps> likes a little
0: spice. You're a little spicy. I know. But I do love you think. spicy. But can Hufflepuffs be spicy? Yeah. Um, can vanilla bread be spicy? I think so. I don't know.
3: What is vanilla I think- bread?
2: <laughs> I think she just didn't have time in the books a lot of the time to dive into all the different people that could be in a house right yeah, the
1: complexities of uh, the really? complexities of hufflepuff the really, only yeah.
2: time the only time that i think the characters in the book actually treated entire houses as like 2d kind of characters or what is when mcgonagall just said to put all the slytherins in the <laughs> dungeons during the battle wow wow that was the shittiest (laughs) move (sighs) yeah
0: i think that's hilarious i i don't i don't know why i'm very sorry we'll continue to talk about that throughout the series and there's a little bit of it in this chapter too
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah um wait it's ernie fucking mcmillan isn't it it's him okay 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 let's get there wait it's quidditch McGonagall's like, no, it's not Quidditch. (laughs) No Quidditch. And McGonagall says, Harry, come with me. And Ron, as always, comes barging down and is like, (laughs) what's going on? And McGonagall's like, you also come with me.
1: (laughs) He's like, I guess you can come. Like, did they, did they do that, this with, like, not to derail us again, but did they do this with any of the other kids who got petrified? Like, find their best friends, (laughs) bring them to the hospital wing. I don't know, because like Creavy has no fucking friends. True. But, like, Justin, (laughs) like, did they grab Ernie McMillan and Hannah Abbott and be like, you'd better come with me? I know. What about a parent or guardian? Anyone? Parent or guardian
0: for sure. I think,
1: okay, well,
0: don't forget mcgonagall is dumbledore's right hand woman yeah and dumbledore for sure knows what's going on in harry's noggin right now because he can read minds and harry's fucking 12 years old (laughs) so probably mcgonagall's in on it too i think dumbledore like as soon as the news broke of hermione being petrified i think dumbledore and or mcgonagall was like well harry will tell us what he fucking knows now or like i don't know take him to hermione like maybe maybe he'll fucking work with us for
1: five fucking seconds yeah, like she doesn't mm-hmm. ask him anything. So like, the only thing the only answer I can think of is just like, they know what Harry and Ron are like at this point. Like how give them all they, the
0: information they need. To yeah, yeah, just like
1: just bring it like bring them to the hospital and let them see that their friend is a lot not okay, but alive. um, So that they don't like go off on oh. a crazy harebrained scheme, which of course they still do
0: honestly like the next this chapter and the next chapter ron and harry left unattended, and it's like it's not good dude it's not good at all it doesn't end well it ends in spiders
1: like spoilers all oh. spoilers all the time it <laughs> ends in spiders, spiders.
0: <laughs> all right so it's hermione right hermione got petrified also penelope clearwater got petrified for sure and like that makes me sad because she was just minding her own damn business trying to get laid in the dungeons Trying to have sexual
1: intercourse <laughs> in the dungeons. It's Percy Weasley. Don't get it twisted.
0: Penelope <laughs> is out here trying to get laid and she gets what she gets. You know what I mean? She's on a mission. <laughs> I have nothing but respect for Penelope Clearwater. Yeah. We've all been with a Percy before. Mm.
2: That's for sure too many
0: <laughs> <laughs> they go back to the Gryffindor tower um with McGonagall for like an announcement and McGonagall lays down some fucking rules about like you can't go anywhere on your own you can't even go to the bathroom where are the bathrooms in these dorms we never get told like you can't go anywhere alone um okay but like why even <laughs> keep the schools open <laughs> school right. Whoa, one what? school oh my god that was a Freudian slip <laughs>
3: I think they're, they're I desperately are keep the schools open? <laughs> you know, they're desperately doing their thing and, like, trying to prove that it, the contamination can be controlled. You know, just like, you know, my work, place of work has
1: done this whole COVID season.
3: It's not like, that bad. It's we can, we can
1: control it. We can we'll handle it. we can take precautions. We're taking precautions right now. What are you talking about? Yeah. Is this an allegory?
2: <laughs> it does seem crazy, though, like, because i was thinking about it if they literally contacted hermione's parents and said anything if they were like hey don't worry she just come down with a sickness where she's frozen for a while (laughs) you contact muggle parents and say that they would rip her out of that school so fast (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay wait now like some kind of disturbed frozen mashup okay (laughs) Down with the frozen sickness. Down with the
1: frozen (laughs) sickness. Uh Like, what can her parents do? Like possession is nine-tenths of the law like they have her daughter here's in this magical castle that they can't access here's the thing about hermione's are parents. you saying they would ho- they would purposely hold her hostage well, in because that what, are the, what are her parents going to do they would take her out of school and do what take her to a fucking muggle hospital what are the muggle hospital gonna do like
2: they can remove no a pig- i would oh no, i would no i just i'm thinking they would make her <laughs> fix her what they would make excuse me they would make them fix hermione in their magical way i'd be like
1: whatever obviously this isn't working out um i would like to take her home <laughs> but like the school is like in the process of trying to fix them i still i'm still not satisfied as to why they uh, are home growing their fucking mandrakes and buying <laughs> them off of the market but they are in the process of trying to fix the kids so like i feel like that would be the opening line of like before we get into anything we can fix this here's the thing though your daughter's been frozen like a statue (laughs) professor
0: who says that is it sprout who calls no is it pomfrey who calls who uses the muggle telephone to call hermione's parents does dumbledore have a muggle telephone in his office on the dl i love that
2: how many yeah. phone calls does he have to handle every day? Probably. Is that or he
1: just like some. uses the fire yeah. just like pokes his head through the like <laughs> temporarily gets the Granger's hooked up and like pokes his head <laughs> and just like yells until someone comes downstairs. <laughs> uh, so I can't.
2: Now that we're thinking about it though, I can see Hermione like preparing her parents in every way possible for any sort like she probably is smart enough and when she gets starts getting into shenanigans of any sort, she's like, "Listen, Magic's just kind of dangerous, but we're always safe. Please don't ever worry about it. Stuff might happen, but it's always oh. great, huh? And then it's not. <laughs> Here's
0: my thing with Hermione's parents. If I was Hermione's parents, I would never have let my daughter come to this fucking school, dude. <laughs> wow. Like, I, I would never let if someone, right? Like, how, like, I would be older than I am now and, like, more set in my muggle, muggle mm-hmm. ass ways. And, like, I would have a child that I've been raising with, like, a certain plan in mind of them becoming, like, a regular adult and, like, living near me and, like, working at <laughs> a job I can understand. And, like, somebody's, like, she's magic. She needs to come away for the whole year. She's not even going to come home from, for Christmas or whatever. And, like, she's got to come with us. Like, no, dude, you're insane. Like, you're literally insane. That's an insane request.
2: I would be so hyped, (laughs) but incredibly jealous. I would be there with her all the time. I would find reasons. I'd be like, Hermione, you forgot your favorite sweater. So I brought it to you. Can you show me? Can you give me a tour of your <laughs> school? Do you have any like sexy men here?
1: Maybe, <laughs> you would do, you um, know, like you know
2: single professors. <laughs> yeah,
1: Maybe, you know those moms who like when their kids come out of the closet get like way too yes. into pride. Yeah,
2: <laughs> absolutely. I, like it's still I, so wholesome, even, though. Won't even hold back. I, way too into it, and like telling <laughs> everyone how into it I am to the point where people are like is she really into it or is she joking because she's like <laughs> really obnoxious about it y'all this mom's gonna violate the international institute
0: Se- secrecy. secrecy. That secre- i was like institute that's not i'm right sure up. she's
2: super smart so she's gonna get in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay okay where are we um <laughs> allegory for covid um lee jordan points <laughs> out that no slytherns have been attacked and then he <laughs> is <sighs> I thought I'm sorry, Ernie McMillan. I thought it was you who said that all the Slytherins should be chucked out, but it was Lee Jordan, my honey, my favorite son. Lee Jordan says, "Let's check out, chuck out all the Slytherins because one of them is probably the heir of Slytherin." True. I mean, fair point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it makes sense linguistically for sure. And then they're all like in the common room, and Percy is in shock, and George says. It's because he's a prefect, and the girl who got attacked was a prefect, and Percy, like, probably assumed that the monster would never attack a prefect, (laughs) which makes no sense, first of all. (laughs) it's so funny. Also, it's Penelope Clearwater, (laughs) (laughs) and his heart is broken, and why does he think he can't tell anyone about what he's going through?! i think it's like it's a not- british
3: it's an english thing right yeah
1: no you you don't it sucks you don't though. talk about your romantic or sexual encounters ever under any circumstances mm-hmm. to anybody for any reason well
0: definitely
2: not to harry fucking potter if you're yeah. he was. also <laughs> like he also always puts rules and academics and all that stuff above any sort of social yeah contact like even friends and stuff like that you never He's like i have to be friends. strong
0: for everyone else right now like i'm in charge mm-hmm. I'm the oldest brother. They respect me. <laughs> 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 he has no idea. Why is that so funny? Because they just obviously so don't.
3: I don't know. In defense of Percy, he's also like... Think about how many fucking siblings are in this family. How many young... You, you, Two parents cannot... Take care of that many kids, so it becomes kids taking care of kids. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Percy's had to kind of be in this role his whole life, even though the book, you know, makes him seem very ridiculous. Like, Poor
1: person. He's just doing his thing. I think he is, like, a genuinely ridiculous person, but, like, I also think that, like, (laughs) when Bill and Charlie left, they were like, "All right, Percy, you're the man of the house now! And he, like, took it to heart. And now he's, like, trying to be the older brother to his younger brothers that they were to him, and he's Mm -hmm. just not cool enough.
0: Honestly, (laughs) like, honestly, I want to see more of Percy's relationship with Bill and Charlie, because I think that, like, I mean, we get to see plenty of them, but like, I really want to know. I think we see like a one sentence exchange between I, Percy. No, like, but what
1: is what is their dynamic? Because there was a period where it was just the three of them.
0: I think, yeah, I think he mm-hmm. thinks they're so cool, dude. That like, yeah. he, I think it's like part of his complex is he's like, well, they both have taken all, like, they're both cool, sexy, and smart. So like, there's nothing left for me. I guess I'll just be super, super smart and a huge asshole. Oh no! I think oh, no. he's
1: got Percy's the Percy is Mark one ron isn't even ron ron is just percy mark ii
2: whoa i was was gonna say he's got the perfect storm of like being an older brother and feeling like you have to take care of the younger ones but but then having so much
1: being overshadowed siblings who are yeah oh honestly
0: honestly we need Mm. to ask grace about this because grace has like five siblings yeah what is do you know what she is in the order she is tied for the second oldest because she's a twin Wow, she was the first twin, though, so she's the second Dang. oldest technically. Is anybody here the oldest? Yeah, for sure. I mean, pff, come on, can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I have that energy.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I am, I am both somehow youngest and only.
2: Yep, you have that energy for sure. <laughs> Isn't it funny yeah, that do. the two Hufflepuffs are the oldest?
0: Yeah, Why you have it? to learn to go with the flow and like, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I would kind of like, think that the youngest in a family would end up in Hufflepuff. Just no! Like, the no,
1: young the youngest is, the is a mother. fucking Slytherin. The youngest <laughs> I know that. brother, Ryan, is a total
3: Slytherin.
1: Yeah. Think, just think Louise. Oh, my just little sister is a kids. Slytherin
3: yeah mine too you have I to be
1: resourceful about. because you know why all the resources are taken no like th- <laughs> literally think of the belcher kids oh. from fucking Bob's Burgers yes. like tina the oldest is a total hufflepuff mm-hmm. horny <laughs> horny hufflepuff and then louise is a fucking slytherin i don't know what gene is but gene defies all binaries gene's
2: <laughs> a gryffindor for sure okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Like his, his heart is true. brave yeah
0: Oh, this has to be Hufflepuff because it's, like, it's a balance of, like, I know the right thing to do and you're not listening to me. You know, it's, like, I'm here when you need me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So McGonagall's, like, we might have to close the school. And Harry's, like, I'm desperate not to go home to my aunt and uncle, so let's go talk to Hagrid. So they go talk to Hagrid. Mm -hmm. They use the invisibility cloak. I love when they whip that thing out. They wait for Seamus dean and neville to fall asleep and then they get up again do you guys think you could do that or do you think you'd fall asleep i
2: fall could asleep. do that except that it's that you know this is after a time when there's been two attacks and they're just chatting like they're staying up and talking about it so i think they were probably up pretty late that'd be hard unsupervised 12 uh, year old boys right no I'd, I'd be sleepy yeah i'd fall asleep for sure hufflepuffs love, typical, typical Hufflepuff. <laughs> I would be, like, Slytherin and me, I'd be, like, in the corner like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just love sleeping so much. It's <laughs> <That's>, like, <laughs> my favorite activity. I could sleep anywhere under any conditions, brag.
0: And, like, I would definitely... I cannot at all. Yeah. Man, yeah. neither can I.
3: I was Maybe. just lying
0: to like <laughs> That's bad. That acting actor in
1: you
3: <laughs> there it is it was is it that or is it my constant need to, for everyone to like me i don't know my therapist thinks it might be that one
1: Two um, things could be true so maybe you're a
0: gryffindor cusp because that's a gryffindor thing
3: ew don't don't say that to me okay?
0: i'm a gryffindor cusp so i'm not i'm not a cusp i'm gryffindor presenting like i'm a huffington <laughs> who like walks and talks like a gryffindor your sun sign is <laughs> your sun
3: sign god <laughs> okay i'm just kidding people like that stuff it's fine um let's do
0: (laughs) i got no i got it i got it (laughs) so they're walking through the castle there's ghosts and stuff everyone's on guard ron stubs his toe and swears right when Snape sneezes, I love it. Can you imagine? It's so funny. I,
2: I, just imagine Alan Rickman Snape like sneezing on screen for oh, I was just, I was like, as I was reading this, I was like, that's the most unbelievable part of this entire series. Um, Snape
1: would ever sneeze. Snape would
2: sneeze. Like so what? Cute. What a mortal thing for him to do. <laughs> he, he does not succumb to sneezing.
1: It's too undignified. Uh uh-uh. uh. Would Lily po- would Lily Potter or James Potter have fucked a man who sneezes? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh Lily, would think it was cute. James yeah, would think you're
0: a little bitch, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a free doesn't want to doesn't want to let him down. <laughs>
0: man. Okay, so they go to Hagrid's and they knock on the door, and Hagrid opens the door with a crossbow in their face. <laughs> Classic. That's how and- I answer the door. It's, you gotta be especially three. when i live on a school, <laughs> school <laughs> campus. wow so true but he lives on the edge of the forbidden forest which would scare me every single day of my life i would never sleep in that cabin
2: Yeah,
1: you might it's hear scary. someone knocking and not ho- know who it is. Da-na-na. they're like is it a wolf is it a spider
3: is it a man
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it all three
3: anyway um, uh, before I- we get derailed on a wolf spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it.
0: Hag- hagrid is distracted he forgets to add tea bags to the hot water. He serves them hot water. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Which, have I ever done that during my six-month stint as a server? Yes, I have. But that's because
2: I'm a bad, <laughs> bad server, okay? Hey, there are some people out there who just want hot water. That's weird.
1: It that is weird. super weird. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like a weird old
3: lady thing My my Jewish yeah. grandmother loves. She'll be like, I would love a hot water with a lemon and one ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: the fuck there was this yeah old man that's usually who, the waiter's yeah,
3: response there was, there was
2: this old man who came into like a breakfast lunch place i worked at and he would get that plus the tuna cold plate which was like the grossest thing it was just, like Ew. listen no. i love a good tuna salad but like this is like a hunk of tuna and then like cold eggs oh like, hard-boiled eggs and some crackers
3: oh no uh, so dry like just you're, you're just, I'm picturing eating that meal and I'm in my mouth like, that's what the hot water is for,
2: girl. That's- oh, my God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I swish around the egg, the cold <laughs> egg in your... It warms it up in your mouth, you know. I'm so <laughs> upset. <laughs>
1: it's
2: very upsetting. Oh, my God. I can't wait to be old, guys.
0: <laughs> you're already so good at it. You can
2: just order whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i want a coffee with whiskey in it <laughs> do it bitch every morning <laughs> i yeah. remember when they invented chocolate
1: <laughs> sweet, so sweet chocolate i oh, always hated, I hated it, hated it. <laughs> uh
0: yeah we're all millennials so we all have but... okay well yeah it's true
1: <laughs> so hagrid's not okay
0: hagrid's not okay there's a knock on the door and Harry and Ron hide under the cloak. They go into a corner. Who's at the door? It's Dumbledore. He arrives. Also, Fudge. So Dumbledore comes in like three sentences before Fudge, but Fudge comes in. And um, yeah,
1: he's, a, he's the worst, like right away. I had forgotten entirely that he wears pointed purple boots. So oh tacky.
0: God. I miss that. I'm
3: always
1: no. so focused on the
3: bowler. I, um, I'm sorry. I'm such a, I'm driving over. Um, but there's, so I wrote, um, in here, tacky AF because it says, um, what does it say? A stranger had rumpled gray hair and an anxious expression and was wearing a strange mixture of clothes, a pinstripe suit, a scarlet tie, long black cloak and pointed purple boots and under his arm, he carried a lime green bowler. That's extraordinarily
1: Bad. It's. So I mean, that's tacky. like it's like wacky tacky day at school. I, Lime green, anything, dude. What is going on with wizard fashion? Yikes! Like, is guys. this coming out of Paris? Like, who are their designers? <laughs> 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 this is this Gucci for sure? Like, is this high fashion? <laughs> Truly, he's the prime minister. Is this high fashion? It must be.
0: There's something it, about colors in Harry Potter, like in the wizarding world, that like isn't in the muggle world like definitely people be wear- like think, uh, i know lockhart's really flamboyant but like he wears every color that's ever been invented in this book
1: and also like a cape you know yeah but like he's never described as clashing it's always like his no. outfits are always he like tastefully good. chosen yeah i, I think like- it's like the purple
0: and lime green is always bad
3: it is it doesn't look yeah. good on anyone as liz, just- as liz lemon said it brings out my witchy undertones
2: so <laughs> <laughs> Man, not in a good way. I just imagine him as someone who is picking out all these pieces just because he thinks, like, oh, that pinstripe suit will make me look like really rich and like really powerful Mm. and really in charge. Um, And then separately, he's like doing that to the boots. So he doesn't think about the whole thing. He doesn't, it seems to me like he's trying to oppress people with how cool each individual thing is. Um, so, he's work together. Pe- so he's peacocking. He's peacocking. Yeah, I want to see your peacock. I have a. <laughs> I have
0: a question. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. The implications of my question enforce the gender binary, and I'm sorry. Do you think he's married? Oh, because I would I, st- I would stop my sure. husband from wearing this. <laughs> I don't. I don't think no. I don't. Th- he's no, married. I, don't
1: th- I don't think that enforces the gender binary. I think that wizards probably have gay marriage, and Harry is just too dumb to be aware of it. Oh, interesting. His uh, wife honestly, or husband? Wait. He he could be he could be gay. He could but- be gay, but also no, he couldn't because if he was ma- well, he could be gay, but he cannot be married because if he was married to another gay man, that man would never allow him to leave the house looking like this. No, no,
2: no, one hundred percent so i think he's married i think he's married to a woman because i think his whole character is obsessed with tradition and keeping things like keeping the status quo like not ruffling any feathers whatsoever and that's how he's gained power that's why he teams up with Umbridge. he's just all about the status quo do you think he's gay though it's definitely possible.
0: If he's gay and he's married to a woman, they doesn't have a real connection with him. They don't have a strong marriage. That could explain how she let him leave the house in this outfit. Yeah, she don't get that's a true. That's a,
1: that, like, or it's just like active revenge. Like it's one of those like old school British marriages where they hate each other. Oh, so but, Like sexy. they refuse to get divorced. So sexy. <laughs> so hot. So
0: hot. <laughs> okay, so fudge is there. Oh yeah. Um, fudge explains. Basically, there's like a conversation, but like basically Fudge is saying, I need to take Hagrid away because you were the person who got caught for doing this last time. And I need it to look like I'm doing something to solve this problem. And I'm not afraid to say that to you guys. Like, I'm, I don't, don't I don't have an excuse.
2: Mm. He never I love that she writes that bitch writes his dialogue and just these short little sentences like he really doesn't want to do any sort of confrontation um you know he says very bad business had to come four attacks on muggle warns things have gone far enough ministry's got to act and it's always the ministry that's doing everything it's never he has like a shield Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Yeah, like like he can't even bring himself to speak in complete sentences like he can't get them out
2: yeah what do you think that's about really i just Um, imagine him like not even able to make eye contact He's He's just such a spineless jellyfish. Yeah. Yes. He just, like, can't even say the thing to your face. No, like, this is how I get
1: in arguments. But, like, here's the thing. I would never go into politics for exactly that reason.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, Dumbledore is speaking and he says, I want it it understood, Cornelius, that Hagrid has my full confidence, said Dumbledore, frowning at Fudge. I feel like Like the contrast is so strong that, like, Dumbledore is saying... Taking full power in what he's saying, full blame—not not blame, but um,
1: responsibility.
2: Yeah, responsibility yeah. for what he's saying. Um, yeah. and he's looking at Fudge as he says it.
1: I've
0: said before that I think one of like the greatest, like one of the most legendary leaders in like fiction in in like literature is Tywin Lannister, and I think it's because he really understands like power. Dynamics and like and like leadership and control, and I think Dumbledore has the exact same understanding as like a Tywin Lannister. You know what I mean? I think he just has a lot better intentions and a better understanding of how he's like using those skills. But like, he knows right away how to take power in a in a scene. You know, he's like he's like okay, like you led me in here, like whatever we're here because you said so. But like, this is my fucking school. I'm calm, cool, and collected. And like, if you're taking me, it's because I'm letting you. And we know that for sure because the next time they try to take him he doesn't let him Mm -hmm.
3: and as a reader i was always just like when it came to dumbledore i was like i trust him like whatever he does or says like i know that things are going to be okay because like he's
0: dumbledore
1: he knows what the fuck he's about yeah Yeah, but but
0: did that change for you in book six when it's like he's kind of (sighs) figuring shit out too or is that
3: too big
1: of a question
3: uh, it is a big question. It did change it, for me. I no, don't know. There,
1: it, it changed for me a little bit, but like, I never stopped trusting him. Like I yeah, never stopped yeah. like, believing in him. But I never, like, you never child, think he's like, like a bad guy with bad intentions. Yeah. But like the child, like trust in him, like kind of never goes away a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like it, it it gets like, he gets put in perspective <clears throat> in book six, but like up until that point, it's like, he's magical and he can handle any problem ever, like no matter what happens it's yeah. like with a
2: with a parent like a kid with their parent when you're younger your your parent is a superhero they can literally do and handle anything they know everything and then you get older and you realize it's not true you do some some doubting some you know fighting um plenty of fighting rebelling and then hopefully you get to a point when you're older if it's a good relationship where you come back and you recognize all of their faults and that they're a human and you still can completely respect them mm-hmm.
0: sometimes we're all on that journey
2: <laughs> <We are. laughs> it depends it depends for sure but <laughs> in general you can see them like hopefully the idea is that you can see them as a human and still a human and not a god for sure right <laughs> um
0: okay so there's another knock on the door it's lucius fucking Malfoy. But I fucking yes. Am I happen to see him in the scene? No, because it's he, not a fucking scene, it's not a fucking scene for sure. There's a lot of hostile male energy <laughs> in this scene.
1: There is,
0: <laughs> yes, hey, so many dudes in this scene, and now our one woman has been sidelined completely. Jesus Christ, no wonder it goes to shit immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Hermione was her only voice of reason. Um, Drake, no, not Draco fucking Malfoy, Lucius fucking Malfoy. First of all, he comes in being a huge dick, being like, Oh, this is a house, because Haggard's like, get out of my house. And he's, he's like such a dick. This isn't a house. Dude, you're an idiot. So Malfoy tells is there. He's like, Oh, I was just looking for Dumbledore. Dude, the governors have voted you out of being headmaster. Does anyone know anything about British
1: schools? What's a what's a governor? How do you govern how do you be a governor of a school? What is, is, it, is it like the PTA? I think it's like the board of directors. Like I think, um I think the boarding schools kind of work like colleges, where like there's a board of directors involved, and they're mostly just like rich guys who give money to the school, um, and they can oh. like make decisions about said school. Um, it's like Malfoy. Conf- yeah. Like exactly. And like, I'm kind of mostly confused by the fact that there's 12 board members because I feel like if you're on any kind of a voting body, there should be an odd number so that like you don't get ties. Wow. But, that's so completely true. beside the point.
0: Maybe Dumbledore right. gets to participate that's in true. other stuff.
1: Yeah, he's outvoted here. By he far. is
0: certainly outvoted here. Yeah, so they're... Uh, so they outvote... They vote him out of his position. Okay. Alright. As a parent, I might have done the same thing.
1: People. Think- yeah. On the one hand, yes. But on the other hand, like, who who do you have in mind for the replacement?
0: That's the question. And then Fudge says, if Dumbledore can't stop this, who can? And that's a great point. It is. <laughs> yes. But it's like, it comes down to whether you trust Dumbledore or not. And, like, Lucius Malfoy does not trust Dumbledore. And that's because Lucius Malfoy is a bad guy. So, like, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, is Lucius Malfoy doing this because he's trying to, like... Is he trying to, like, piggyback on, like, ah, fuck the mudbloods? Like, is he trying to be, like, I'm going to do whatever I can to, like, facilitate this monster killing as many muggle-born people as possible?
1: I mean, yeah, this is is exactly like the fucking GOP-led administration putting, like, an oil lobbyist in charge of the EPA. Like, that's exactly what's going on here.
2: Yeah, I think it's sort of double duty here, um... Where he's he's probably also just wanted to see Dumbledore out, because Dumbledore is accepting of all t- kinds of people, and he doesn't like that. And he, um, he's, like, slow-moving.
0: Yeah. Like, he's not gonna, like, yeah, he's just gonna, I don't know. Dumbledore, like, stands in the way without, like, doing much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, so... <laughs> In my notes, it says Lucius is probably doing this so more Muggle borns don't get kissed. <laughs> it's definitely supposed to say killed, but my iPad auto corrects me all the time. Um, probably that too, though. They're trying to stop them from getting kissed.
3: Yeah. Does anybody think that um, fucking? Oh no, leela What? Um, what? I got. I got shy, but I love him. Um, hold on. Once again a character in this scene or
0: Rocky horror (laughs) Milo. I was talking about Milo earlier.
3: Nope. Um, does anybody else think that
0: like a young Tim Curry would be a really
3: great Lucius Malfoy? Yes.
0: Oh, interesting. Like a different, a different kind of Lucius.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For sure. Less like less slick, but more real, you know what I mean? Like proud family, proud old family kind of thing. I like like it. I like that.
3: My dear man, please believe me. I have no pleasure at all in being inside your. um, Did you call this a house? Like yeah. <laughs> it
1: would be
0: like you in, just hold on. You just read that in Tim Curry's
1: <laughs> Lucius Malfoy. Like that was spot on. Yeah, yeah no. I feel, <laughs> thank I, I feel you. <laughs> like it would be. I feel like Tim Curry's Lucius Malfoy would be like very similar to Tim Curry's Butler from Clue. Yeah, oh, that's oh,
0: a great role.
1: Yeah, yeah. I butler, sir.
2: <laughs> <laughs> bottle robbies bottle robbies
1: and roll back again I don't get it
2: bottle robbies
1: and again why are you doing uh, and one more time
2: last time Bottle again what
1: bottle robbies can you
2: zoom I can't zoom zoom and enhance enhance doesn't exist uh and freeze frame
1: rebuttal yeah where I'm from we call it bottle robbies
0: we're always down to hear any alternative castings at all times so like please feel free to reach out to us with your alternative castings of any character in any scene like i'm here for it (laughs) okay um my i have like one note that just says dumbledore is calm there's like no context like he's just calm (laughs) i just want to remind everyone that dumbledore does everything calmly okay like he's always cool he's never got he never goes in hot yeah he never goes in hot he's he's cool
1: (laughs) Remember, Bob, he's hot. You stay cool. Hot. Cool. What
3: are you? Um, the, the guy with the hamburgers. No, no, no. What are you? Hot or cool? Cool. Uh, cool.
1: You're ready.
0: So then, okay, so they're all leaving. Whatever. It, it was a dramatic scene. We didn't describe it very dramatically, but like, it was a dramatic scene. And then as they're leaving, Lucius Malfoy bows Dumbledore out of the house. Dumbledore <laughs> delivers his enigmatic message. You will find that I will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me. You will also find that help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who need it.
2: And he looks directly at Harry and Ron, because he's like, I fucking see you. <laughs> you know, this is one of those times where um, that bitch is obviously a great writer in some ways, right? Yeah, she so, is. She, we're allowed to say yeah. that. I mean, it's a fact. Okay. She's a great writer. She's a terrible Ugh. human. It just great writer. Like, I I really want to know how she kept track of these things. And I know she's, she's written a lot of short stories or said a lot of stuff about her sort of her background notes about this series, but how she keeps track of this stuff, like because that quote and so many different quotes and actions come back throughout the series at later times. Mm. And I'm just, I'm literally just thinking about the books that I edit that are like 150 pages and that's it. And to keep track of everything just in that span is a lot to me. Take a yeah, lot of so, notes. You you keep like a binder with all yeah. your notes, <gasps> I all would, your. What if I
0: um, cared about it on the same level? <sighs> I'm I'm speaking from a writer's perspective, not an editor's <laughs> oh, perspective.
1: Yes. Oh, okay, I, I, okay.
0: When I write fantasy, I keep tedious, tedious, tedious notes. Oh, man, yeah, you've yeah. got like
1: you've got like the story outline, then you've got like themes, and then you've got like stuff from the story outline that informs the themes. The say, to, like, keep, say no you because I don't
0: have any of these things.
1: Oh, me. Is it just me? <laughs> I just have a page
0: that's like, that's like this character and then I'm like, it's just like a bullet list of random facts so I don't forget them Oh, I'm, I, no, I'm
1: such a planner. Dude. I'm like, oh, speaks
0: to snakes. Oh, uh, i um, not very good at social stuff. Um, black hair, green eyes, but not in the movies. <laughs> okay, so then we get Hagrid's enigna- enig- enigmatic message. If anyone wanted to find out some stuff, all they'd have to do would be to follow the spiders. Great, dude. That's great. Thanks so much. And as we all know, this sounds really well. Hagrid, dude. Hagrid. Come on, man. <laughs> um, I love the next line. It says, Fudge stared at him in <laughs> amazement. <laughs> just like... <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> he, like, is, like, a little too afraid of Hagrid to be anything more negative than amazed. You know what I mean? Like, like
2: he's, he's like, just... Like, I say. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be like, it drives me crazy that they don't just tell Haggard he has to move off school grounds and fire him. They take him to Azkaban. Yeah. Also, so extra.
1: Why is Cornelius Fudge involved in this arrest? True.
0: I think (laughs) he had to come, like, talk to Dumbledore. I I think, like, Dumbledore.
3: They
1: have people for this. I was going to say,
3: doesn't he have some cronies or something? They have orders, they have a
1: whole department. But it's Dumbledore. Like, it's Dumbledore. Uh, I think he had to come, like, uh, talk to
0: Dumbledore anyway. And then they were like, why don't we just go walk down there together? Like, I know this isn't easy for you. I know it's not right because I'm Cornelius Fudge. And I just need to look like I'm doing something. Let's go walk down together. I'll explain it to him that I have to take him. Hmm. And then Hagrid would be like, someone needs to feed (laughs) Fang while I'm away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love that. So, hopefully, Harry and Ron (laughs) will feed Fang. I don't know if we hear about it again. I don't remember. And that's the end of the chapter. Good job, babes. Ay. We did it. Wow. Ay. That was crazy, but we got there. It was hard. We to did it. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely, we had direction the whole time. We were going in a path so focused we arrived, focused. <laughs> we arrived at our the most yeah. focused
1: i think we've ever been
2: yeah <laughs> there, were definitely, <laughs> there were definitely no like puppy interruptions or no. go- ghost interruptions or pee interruptions <laughs> pee interruptions beer interruptions smoking no. inter- uh, <laughs> <Haley>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i coughed unrelated to cover Haley smoking it it's just like it's in Virginia, dude. Who cares?
3: <laughs> yeah, but that that move was just like the classic, um, you know, Snape's Snape sneeze, uh, Ron Ron swear combination. Yeah, <laughs> just a like flashback to what we were great, talking. about. A
0: great moment. A great moment. yeah. I think that's my favorite moment in this scene. <laughs> it's
3: Haley, i
1: stick with you. Haley, what's your favorite moment in this chapter? The uh, almost Quidditch match that does not become a Quidditch match. Like, Ooh, oh, were you afraid God. we were gonna have to read Quidditch? I mean a little bit. Like I I like the Quidditch match chapters a little bit just for Lee Jordan and like McGonagall's back and forths. So, like those what a great relationship. make it worth reading, thank God. But like otherwise it's just sports ball, man. It's just flying sports ball. Especially Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff Like who
0: like, <laughs> care. No, they're definitely gonna beat us. Like I'm not afraid to say that. Like I, we're just here to
1: have a good time. Thanks for inviting. I don't know. Us. I think I I think I've... you had Cedric at that point. Did we? Mm, We just don't know about him yet.
0: Yeah. Mary Payton, what was your favorite part of this chapter?
2: Mm, My favorite part of this chapter is probably just, it's not even that big of a part, but just so typical of Hermione when she's figured out the answer to something. And instead of just discussing it with the group, she doesn't trust them with it. She's just like, I figured it out. I got to go to the library.
1: Hermione is, like, not only the farthest along in all of their classes, she is the farthest along in understanding what it truly means to be a wizard. (laughs) Which is that she has to be, at all times, no matter the consequences, all about the drama.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to say something about, like, be ready for anything, or, like, be creative, think outside the box. No, no,
1: run off. (laughs) without explaining a goddamn thing (laughs) and like grab grab a mirror from the first person you see be as cryptic as humanly possible Uh so that when you're not quite corpse but kind of corpse is found it's as much of a tableau as you can make it
2: and think about how much she had to believe and actually have figured this out to be just looking around corners with a mirror in front of everyone else and not explaining herself. She had to really believe that she knew what she was talking about. It's a
0: matter of life or death. I'd trust Hermione if she came at me, you know? Me like, too. where's your compact? I need your compact. I don't
1: wear makeup yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'd
1: be like, yeah, I babe, I got you. Yet. I got you. Like, here
0: you go. <laughs> Leo, what was your favorite part of this chapter? So I had several.
3: Um, I definitely, in general, love the like the strong and steady calming demeanor of like of our classic Dumbledore that we've come Mm -hmm. to know and love. I love that. Um, I love how oily and sleazy and dripping with drama Lucius Malvoy is in this chapter. I love that. And then (laughs) stupid, um, sentence I just wrote in all caps, LOL. After McGonagall tells the announcement that, um, what did she say? She rolled up the parchment from which she had been reading and said in a somewhat choked voice, I need hardly add that I have rarely been so distressed. It is likely that the school be closed, yada, yada, yada. And then it says <laughs> she climbed somewhat awkwardly out of the portrait hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Funny, I'm that just, like, picturing her being, so like...
0: Like, <laughs> like, what is the portrait <laughs> hole? In, like I don't it- know. <laughs> Is it too small for her or like no, what I is think, the awkward part?
1: So like in the movie, it's depicted as just like a doorway with a little bit of a tunnel. But I think the portrait hole is like a hole in the wall. I think you have to like, climb tunnel. up and like the Gryffindor common room is not even remotely handicapped accessible. I don't know how they've managed to get past like any fucking like <laughs> boards. Like how, how is yeah. anyone supposed to get in there if they don't have the use of their arms or legs?
0: wow okay so that you think it's like a, <laughs> like
1: a discovery science museum like tunnel like a chug well, and cheese tunnel they always describe it that way anytime they talk about how you get climbing. out in or out like it's it's crawling climbing or, crawling. or like getting out of the <laughs> backseat of a two-door uh, two-door car uh, yeah
2: like when you're so younger worse. it's like it's like so much easier and you now you know just as soon as I had thirty, I was like, "Okay, how do I do this again?" Uh, under god. the seatbelt, right. over the seatbelt. Oh yeah. god! <sighs> I'm like sitting on the ground before I can even get out of it.
0: Haley and I just got back from a trip to Miami with a lot of our friends where we were both sitting for the whole weekend in the backseat of the van the whole time.
1: We're backseat friends.
0: We're just like, we're just nice and easy going. Like we're good. in the We're not even going to ask. We're just going to get in the backseat. We can both pass out. No one will notice. Like it's fine. And we were slithering around quite a bit. All right. Let's move on to some plugs. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Haley, can you start for us?
1: Oh, my God. So I've been building to this. I'm so excited. I know, that's um, why I was like, she's going first. She's never been more ready. <laughs> so I found a YouTube channel called Tasting History. Oh. That is run by this Ooh. delightful. I don't want to stereotype, but he mentions auditions and He's very good looking and very well groomed and very well dressed. I'm pretty sure he's gay. Um, I'm, I'm picking up where you're putting down. Right. Like a delightful, a delightful, delightful, very handsome man who just loves history and loves cooking. And he finds like ancient recipes and does his best to recreate them. And then oh, like wow. while they're kind of cooking or simmering or whatever they need to do, he'll go into like the history of like... Whatever culture they came from, where the food came from, and, like, it's it's pretty accurate for what he's squeezing into, like, two or three minutes, and it's just a lot of fucking fun. So, like, he did one on Parthian chicken, he did one on Spartan blood soup, like, he's done Ooh. stuff from all over the world, and he's always just, like, so excited, and he has, like, such, mm-hmm. like, gay dad humor. Uh, aww. I I love love that. That the most wholesome humor it's so fucking wholesome dude like <laughs> you gotta you, um, check it out can you tell us what it's called who who is this Say it's the name. tasting history i have okay. not been able to okay. find his name he he doesn't really seem to promote himself that much it's like he's just in it for love of the game i get I'm it so packed.
0: find that link in the show notes i w- yeah yeah
1: can we follow uh, you on twitter oh if you if you must you can find me on twitter at the ritual
0: <laughs> she tweets, dude, and it's funny. Don't let her frown like she doesn't like
1: it. This bitch
0: tweets. Don't groan at me.
2: <laughs> Mary Payton, will you please plug at this time? Sure. So my plug is, I have not actually been able to have the time to take in a lot of different art forms lately, um, but I think we should probably talking about finding your fucking polling place. So... My favorite yes. website of all time, Game changer. it's literally yourfuckingpollingplace.com, and it's just a whole bunch of cool-ass people who really want you to know where your polling place is ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, um, ahead of time. It's just, it really makes voting more fun, and it's <laughs> so important. Like If you guys do nothing else, please fucking vote, and you can go to yourfuckingpollingplace.com to find out where to go that's oh, it. Yeah. oh you can also follow yeah. me on instagram at richmond reads you can also follow me on twitter i don't do much of that but why not um you like all of my posts that's true i'll probably like all of your posts if you follow me i'll follow you and then like all your shit so go ahead and do <laughs> that what is my twitter it's just crook mp i think yeah crook okay. mp <laughs> leila what's your plug
3: I would like to plug, it's not a new book at all um, and maybe well-known. So if I'm about to embarrass myself, sorry, but I just read a book that I really enjoyed called The Hangman's Daughter by Oliver Posch. It is a German novel that was translated into English in uh, 2008. <laughs> and it is a really amazing um, murder mystery, historical fiction, romance type novel um super um intense gory if you're kind of into like the middle ages um europe and like it's disgusting 15 1600s with a little splash of like witchcraft and love and mystery yeah. this book is for you highly recommend and i would read it again easily very soon hell yeah you can follow me on both Instagram and Twitter at Leels for Reels. My name is Leela and my friends call me Leels sometimes. And it's L-E-E-L-Z, the number four, R-E-A-L-Z, Leels for Reals. If Follow me if you like to see lots of like um, Cleavagey selfies. Oh, um, best selfies, honestly. Like I love so- them <laughs>
0: they give me life <laughs> thank y'all thank y'all um no 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 like, thank you and I can't be more sincere oh about
3: really that. oh my god thank you um so yeah that um and then like pictures of my food and um you know cat posts of my posts of my cat whose name is Pam who has been trying to break into the into this room this whole time yeah are you in the kitten room I am in the kitten room the kitten
0: slash music
3: room Yes, there are no kittens in here currently, but we are thinking of uh, fostering again. <laughs> I was going to say I've met some pretty good kittens in that room. <laughs> yes, it's super fun, except when you have allergies and you like can't breathe. But whatever, no biggie, no worries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. <laughs> cool so i've been your host christina you can follow me on instagram at your girl of the world you can follow me on twitter at tina fontina and this week my plug is honestly this is old news but like my plug is the black panther because sean and i rewatched that movie a couple days ago and it's a beautiful incredible like diverse as fuck like feminist as fuck movie and it's just like It's just so incredibly good. So Mm -hmm. go watch The Black Panther. If you've never seen it before, do yourself a favor. And if you haven't seen it in a while, it was cathartic. Did I cry? Yes. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful film. I guess that's it. There's no good way to wrap these things up. Leela, thank you so much for coming on the cast. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Good. Oh, that rhymed. (laughs) Well done. Well done. (laughs) I always feel like it's so nerdy to talk about podcasts. It's like, thanks for coming on the cast. Like pod pod girls, like pod hoes, pod <laughs> hoes, you <laughs> pod, pod sluts I love with it. a Z, yeah, <sighs> pod sluts. All right, well, <laughs> um, goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Later, gators. Bye. The Restricted Section was created and hosted by me, Christina Kahn, based on the book series by J.K. Rowling. All music by Ryan Kahn. Logo by Michael Hardison. Technical support from Sean Watson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Restricted Section Pod or shoot us an email at Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feelings, complaints, conspiracy theories, or lavish praise. <laughs> Guys, I look pretty edgy right now. Like, if I you like, do. I'm wearing like a black T-shirt. My hair is red, and I have a upper arm tat. Like, what is going on? <laughs> wow! Stop,
2: Tina. I feel so cool. You are cool. You Thank look you. like you run a podcast. <gasps>
1: That's my dream. <laughs> one day one day you'll run your own podcast
0: <laughs> um day my cast will come beautiful that's going at the end of the episode